Dun 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 dun. Oh, hit that note, girl! <laughs> you guys, what is up? What is up? I mean, first off, welcome to the Pack with Fun Podcast. Yada yada yada. None of that matters. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge details have been released. Yes, today, and we've been freaking out all day today, actually losing our minds. <laughs> this started yesterday with the release of the costumes. Yes, and then today we got a bunch more information about food. And locations in shops. shops, things like that. And it is so cool. We are stoked. Stoked. Today has been a great day. It has been a great day. First off, I would like to apologize about the um, podcast yesterday starting in silence. <laughs> that is 100% my bad. It's and fun. I appreciate you listening through that deafening nothingness we hope that people just fast forwarded so Mm -hmm. if you did give up on yesterday's podcast um you know just fast forward to the 24 second mark and you will actually be able to hear something yeah anyway that is not important in the slightest i just need to get it off my chest important is star wars galaxy's edge so no we do not have a date yet but um we're just gonna dive into all of the sweet Fun details Mm -hmm. of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And oh boy, are they a party. Yeah. Where should we even start? Where do you want to start? I'm thinking we just kind of go over the general thing that they gave us. Yes. And then we'll we'll dive into more details as we go. This is true. And before we start, in our very first episode, Intergalactic Chilies, I made an off-the-wall prediction a total about, joke. A total joke. Like, I seriously, like, have never been not so serious about something. Did that come <laughs> out right? Okay. So, in the first episode, I made a prediction that a Star Wars character called Nienub, apparently it's Nienub, so I apologize. He will be Nienub in my heart forever. Um, was going to be at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and that was a total joke, but guess what? <laughs> According to, like, multiple news sources, he is going to be there. <laughs> I still am, like, pretty shocked by it. We um, had, like, a true out-of-body experience <laughs> last night. We were, like, we were going through existential crisis. Anything real. So, yeah. basically, I am creating Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So if you guys want to see something, if I say it on this podcast, somehow it's just starting to come It's all falling through. <laughs> yeah, so our freaking boy Nienub, oh. it, it said is is going to be a huge part <laughs> of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So uh, I, I still want all the credit for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys because we're still floored about it and it's like, it's it's mind-boggling. Yeah, I can't think about it because it just is the craziest thing. So, I guess that's our first update. First update, Nina will actually be at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is what? crazy. That is, like, all my wildest Star Wars dreams coming true. Yes. That is genuinely the coolest thing I've ever it's heard. It's the best. Yeah. Hello, we have two employees <laughs> waving outside the window. This is totally going to be unedited, yeah, by the yeah. way. We're just putting this out into the universe because we're so excited. We just need to get you guys this information. Yes. So, <laughs> so just a thing, a quick thing. We all know, just to reiterate, Star Wars is the single largest themed land expansion that Disneyland Park and Disney Hollywood Studios has ever seen. It is 
massive. It is humongous. So cool. I didn't realize this, but um, according to someone somewhere <laughs> in the galaxy, um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, to kind of give you guys an estimate of how big it is, it is bigger or roughly the size of New Orleans Square, Adventureland, and Critter County. <laughs> you guys, I always call it Critter County. It's Critter Country. <laughs> Critter Country. <laughs> but we can't stop calling it Critter County. Darn it. Okay. And we knew this was going to happen someday. But it, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is the size of all three of those combined. areas combined. It's amazing. Just Mind blown. Like, imagine. It's huge. Oh my gosh. I really, I can't fathom it. It's and it's just getting more and more real, which yeah. is super, super exciting. It is. So it's a quick, quick rundown. Um, we, of course, there's the two attractions you can experience there. Uh, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which is the trackless ride um, that, you know, some cool things probably will happen. And that's but. the one we, uh, they haven't released a ton of details about yet. Exactly. I, they're kind of keeping it a secret. Yeah, yeah. We have some rumors, but I will not start spreading them here. And then, of course, uh, Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run, where you and... Uh, five other people take control of the Millennium Falcon and go on a little adventure together and yes. actually control the outcome of the ride, yes. which is amazing. So we've also um, got uh, like Oga's Cantina. Uh, of course, there will be Rex, the former Star Tours pilot that in was like the 80s. in the 80s. Yeah, like a classic favorite who I remember. I think he was there through when we were little. Probably. I remember seeing him when know. we were little. Um, Somebody can confirm. It. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? We're just saying things. But yeah, so he's going to be the DJ at Oga's Cantina, which is just, uh, oh my gosh, Super it's going to cool. be so cool. Um, so what Disneyland's doing for the next few months, they're going to be releasing more and more information periodically about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, just dropping some huge news on us yes. whenever they feel like keeping us on our toes. So. Yeah. And so in conjunction with that, we thought that maybe we just release the news as it came out as well. Exactly. So feel free to stop by whenever uh, Star Wars news is announced because we will definitely be freaking we out. About it. <laughs> we will be losing our minds. <laughs> um, so, so they did um, as part of this new release today um they did introduce a uh food uh, a restaurant <laughs> i guess a place where you get food they invented um, food today. aka the restaurant mm -hmm. um and unfortunately it is not chilies um so i did not predict that but who knows that still might come true it's still very possible um, so we have docking bay seven food and cargo um so the description of it says steph uh, sh chef strono Cookie Tugs. What a name. <laughs> I want... I know. That will be my first child's name. Yes. Mark my words here. All right. She said it here first. <laughs> Has traveled throughout the galaxy following his longtime gig as the chef at Maz Kanata's castle on Takodana? Yeah. Well uh, done. And brings exotic flavors and unusual dishes to his traveling diner, Tugs Grub. So kind of give you backstory if you guys aren't aware of who Maz Kanata is. She has been in the new she was in The, the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Yeah, that was her big her big moment, her big reveal. And in that movie they do go to Maz Kanata's castle. That's kind of where they, they meet up with her mm -hmm. and you kinda of learn about the the whole lightsaber thing. Ray has that vision with her sure. lightsaber, all that that thing. Mm -hmm. And as kind of more of a backstory in addition to that, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, if you didn't know already, is taking place in the timeline of the new 
Star Wars uh, movies. Yes. So, just so you're aware. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to go in to the 80s. Yeah, yeah. You won't <laughs> see Darth Vader wandering no. around. Yeah, this is the new mm-hmm. the new era. Yeah, but, I mean, you could have run-ins with Kylo Ren, Rey, Finn, BB-8. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. And yeah. Nina. And Nina. <laughs> Who, let us not forget. Oh, my gosh. That is so, genuinely the That is the first thing, thing that um, they released today. And along with this, they have released some more information about Docking Bay 7 uh, from Disney directly. And then we have a few uh, sources that uh, has gotten information from Disney with kind of more extensive lists of the foods and things like that. Mm. Um, So kind of the... And they have created such a huge and extensive lore for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Like, there's a whole story about this chef, Cookie... Tugs and about why cook tugs, <laughs> why he is at the Black Spire outpost, what he's doing there. So he like runs this food truck that kind of stops around sometimes. Um, and he's decided to to make a quick stop at uh Batu for a while. So now it's docked on the roof of this hangar bay, which is where you can get um all his good, good food. So, kind of a few things that we have uh there is um. A few of their favorites are the Ithorian Garden Loaf, which is a plant-based meatloaf that comes served with roasted vegetable mash, seasonal vegetables, and a mushroom sauce. All right. I know. Yeah. Like, these are, like, pretty fancy, hearty options for something like this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, another hearty option is the smoked... And again, these are not real names, so (laughs) I apologize. These are from another planet so i i I don't mean to uh be so um uncultured but i do not know how to say a lot of these things so smoked kadu ribs uh these are country sticky pork ribs that come with you a unique blueberry corn muffin and cabbage slaw love it awesome so those are two of the favorites that they have there um i know we have some kind of more uh information about as far as uh, drinks and other items they have a Fatro and Moof Juice, both non-alcoholic. Not super sure what are in these yeah, or, or no what they conclude. Um, a braised sh- shack roast. Uh, and then, of course, desserts, um, which they have a raspberry cream puff with passion fruit and a chocolate cake with white chocolate mousse and coffee custard. Which both sound amazing. And yeah. they have released some pictures along with these. And these are like, yes, art. <laughs> they, they are, are art. Love it. Uh, yeah, like they are. Yeah. You would not imagine this being in a theme park. No. Yeah, it's it's it, insane are... the amount of detail that goes into all of these things. Yeah. And if you if you did want to see pictures or learn more about some of the food that has been rumored, um you can always google it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> google it. Yeah, uh they have Yeah. Just lots of good yum stuff. Um, and they have only released, like, specific details about Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo. Um, however, we will kind of talk about the other stuff that was released today as well. Yeah. Because I um, lost The it. other eateries. Eateries. Um, so, yeah. Um, Ronto Roasters. They have a picture of this online. Um, and it looks awesome. This is so actually cool. the one that I'm probably most excited about. Uh, because it is essentially, if you look up the picture online, it describes it as a recycled pod racing engine. 
Um, so, cool. so it fires up a spit of exotic meats, meticulously turned by a former smelter droid, 8D-J8. <laughs> I have no idea if there's some sort of abbreviation out there. Um, Aaron if there is, yeah, it, it could be Jeff. <laughs> and I'm just we, we shall call wrong. him Jeff. Um, so anyway, so there, I guess, can sample some of the tasty Ronto fare. So they there's not a lot of detail about it, but the picture looks really cool out of this world yeah well said yeah uh and pod racing is just such a cool part mm-hmm. probably the coolest part of the prequels i would say one of the coolest parts of yeah the prequels. for sure the i mean part. of the- besides jar jar <laughs> <laughs> for sure oh the prequels uh but so also of course it is not star wars without blue milk and green milk. Uh, so they have a milk stand, which is the place you can go to get your farm fresh blue milk or green milk direct from Bubo Wamba Family Farms. Cute. I want to work there. Yeah, I want to work like, at the Bubo Wamba. <laughs> the Wamba stand. And you can also get blue milk at Oga's Cantina. Yes, as absolutely. Well. Yeah. Blue milk, I mean, is I think the most classic and well-known food item in the Star Wars universe. For sure. Yeah. Like, you've got to know. Mm-hmm. So at Cat... Saka's kettle. Sure. We're going to call her that. Um, so this is going to be a street market stall. Um, and essentially it says this green vendor sells the ever popular outpost mix, which is a blend of sweet, savory, and spicy popcorn. Ooh, it is um, not Disneyland without popcorn, It y'all. is not Disneyland without popcorn, and you will definitely get it at Cat Saka's kettle. <laughs> <laughs> you um, should be their spokesperson. Yes. I, I also want to add... The cool, cool thing about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge that they're doing, I don't know if we talked a lot about this or not, but it is like you are actually on this planet. So you will not find things that you wouldn't... I mean, this is all fictional. I understand this is not a real place. But you won't find things that wouldn't actually be in this world that they've created. So you aren't just going to walk up and get a casual... You know, a thing of cabbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> cabbage would probably be all right. right. That was a bad example. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like a sneakers bar. Yeah, yeah. You aren't going to find name brand items yeah. here. Uh, it's all going to be something unique that they have created for this that fits into the universe that they've built. So, yeah, like you said, there won't be name brand candy bars or things like that yeah. here. And so in addition to that, that's a great segue. Um, there will also be a lot of merchandise stalls. And it's the same thing. You will not be able to buy a Mickey Mouse t-shirt or sweatshirt or even a Star Wars t-shirt or sweatshirt there. They will only be selling uh, unique uh, clothing and tan- uh, like tangible items that you could find in this universe as well. Yep. So at Doc Ondar's Den of Antiques and Antiquities, sorry, I apologize. No. <laughs> um, for those in the know, Doc Ondar, am I pronouncing that yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, is the Ethorian you seek for selling and buying rare and uniquely valued items from across the, across the galaxy. And... Uh, that's where it is. <laughs> oh, um, spanning all eras. Spanning all eras. So yeah, Doc Ondar is a smuggler, mm-hmm. which is pretty bonkers. Yes. Uh, yeah, so he also, like Aaron said, is going to have a lot of that unique merchandise that is exclusive to his little store. To this because, land. yeah, he has found it out in the galaxy. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see what that is. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Uh, 
uh, of course, uh, I mean, they just really have thought of everything. Mm -hmm. So next up, oh dear, Savvy's workshop? Savvy's? Savvy's workshop, hand-built lightsabers. Of course you can build your own lightsaber. Uh, I wonder if they make you go through, oh no, it doesn't sound like it. I was going to say, you know, like the Jedi... uh, training how they they, kind of do do it says um the workshop master guides guests to customize and build their own unique so i'm thinking it is like a pretty interactive experience wonder if you you have to go find your crystal like you know how they do in yeah star wars yeah you better have enough midichlorians (laughs) oh you cannot forget about you have to have a certain amount of midichlorians to be able to enter (laughs) in they're just taking samples yes so, oh I, you know yeah okay so yeah so here it says guests uh come to the workshop and you meet with gatherers so these are a secret group of people who have dedicated their lives to restoring balance in the galaxy by passing on their knowledge of jedi lore and the force so as you know as we are where we currently are in the new trilogy of star wars people don't really believe in jedis anymore it's all just kind of a, a folklore myth? story yeah a myth like the things that happened in the original trilogy. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I don't believe in those Jedis. <laughs> yeah, right. You sound like um, <laughs> the kid from uh, A Year Without a Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mr. Klaus. They don't, they don't believe. They don't believe. They don't believe so, in Jedi. Yeah, they, the original trilogy was long enough ago that people are like, oh, yeah, those are just stories. And the galaxy is so huge that who knows what happened but we do. So these gatherers are still spreading the news and the, the lore of the Jedis. Um, and so like Aaron was saying, the workshop master guides you to customize and build your own unique lightsaber and instructs them on the ways of the Jedi. Love it. That's going to be really cool. That's going to be awesome. I mean, I want to see how realistic these are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aaron's just It could be chopping. a disaster. <laughs> but no, I'm very excited. It's going to be really cool. Because yeah. from what I've heard, what's rumored is these are not like the ones that you can buy in um, the Star Traders mm-hmm. uh, shop in Tomorrowland. These are going to be more advanced and like the most realistic lightsabers that anybody has ever been able to buy ever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so next we have the droid depot um so visitors to mubo's workshop can choose parts and construct their own individual astromech droids to accompany them on their journey and take them home with them that is insane so you can literally build a droid they have no other information about this so we're not sure how like big the droids are how to uh you know how filled you, with technology yeah. they are. I don't know how to help with that. Um, so we'll see. We'll give you more information as soon yeah. as we hear about that. But that's pretty cool. I think, yeah, it's going to continue getting cooler. Um, oh, here's another really cool thing. We're going to kind of combine these these two here. So they have a first order cargo and resistance supply shop. Two separate locations uh, in different areas of the land. And both are trying to sell propaganda to you basically yeah they are recruiting you Mm -hmm. for their side so the first order um is a spaceport hangar bay uh, that serves as a temporary base and landing spots for the first order um and so they bring gear and uniforms and other supplies to try and win the hearts and minds of locals uh so you can buy all of your first order gear and memorabilia here to be you know yeah, yeah, I'm for sure going. They've already won the heart. <laughs> I'm on the dark side. <laughs> wow. 
No questions asked. <laughs> I'm there. I'm just kidding. Uh, and then, of course, the resistance supply is the same thing, but for the resistance. Uh, so these are resistant members and local sympathizers uh, that have a little stall that they made because, of course, the resistance does not have the... The means. The, the means, the opportunity that uh, the First Order does. So they're just kind of scrounging up whatever they can find. Uh, but they also have uh, resi- resistance uniforms, pins, badges, hats, helmets, jackets, maps, tools, training supplies, food rations, and other items. Whoa. That's a lot. Shooting. Also, when I saw food rations, I was like, what? <laughs> like, are we going to be stuck here? <laughs> are they it's like they're me? giving yeah. you a 72 hour emergency supply kit? <laughs> they just really want to make sure you're safe. No, I, I'm stoked. I'm very excited to see what those shops are mm-hmm. and I'll probably buy everything. Yeah. I'm- um, and so just kind of a little rundown of things that have already been announced. So there will be a Toy Darien toy maker, which will sell toys. Once again, these will not be regular Star Wars gear that you can, uh, toys. I guess that you can find at like Walmart or Target or anything. These will be like, it sounds like handcrafted, mm-hmm. very unique uh, things that you can buy. Um, there's a creature stall. So, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, interesting critters that you can take home with you. So, I don't know if they're like actually selling off like <laughs> real animals. They've, they've created their own species of yeah. animals. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I, you know, I have no idea what that means. There's been no. Could be an elaboration on that. Um, Black Spire Outfitters, which is going to be clothing. Um, And then the Jewels of Bith. Um, So it's accessories and other trinkets to treasure. So that's what was announced today. And then last night, uh, we did get a little preview of what the cast members will be wearing in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So you can take it away. It is amazing. Each, they've thought of so many different scenarios as to why these people will be wearing these things, what situations they'll be in. So, of course, on the rides are exclusive uh, um, uniforms, uh, costumes, whatever you want to call them. Uh, And the cool thing is, not only are they going to have cast members just out in the world in these uniforms, they also are going to have the aliens and other things that we've talked about before. Yeah. So there, yeah, you will be able to meet it. I've read something that said like the most interesting and unique characters in this land. So you really will be interacting with like people who look like aliens or Mm -hmm. real aliens that we have talked about before. (laughs) This is their time to shine on earth. (laughs) (laughs) They will fit right in. No one will question it. Yeah. And so these cast members will be acting as if they are, actually in this world of course they will still be able to help you if you have any questions like regular park questions but they will be living as if they are actually citizens of batu yes and they will also be wearing um you can look this up online as well if you want to see an actual image of it um they will not be wearing uh the typical cast member uh, name badges um they actually have specific name badges for this land that aren't as apparent, but that way you'll still be able to identify somebody as a cast member versus a regular park goer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and another cool thing that they've done here. Yeah, nothing. I was like, so don't ask like Frank or somebody like where you can get this merchandise. He might not know. Look for the name tag. It's like a silver name tag. Yeah. 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 You'll still be able to tell that they're cast members. But just different than they typically are. Yes. And a cool thing that they're doing with that, they're actually allowing these 
uniforms to be customizable so that each cast member can choose kind of they have special necklaces or scarves or pants and shirts and optional accessories that they can make their character their own which they've never done before that's really cool. that's really cool and that's nice because it, it really does make it feel like these are regular townsfolk of black spire out outpost um instead of just employees of the Disneyland Resort. Exactly. And they did a lot of research on both the films as well as the animated series, which I think are cool, Mm -hmm. um, to really make something that actually fits into this universe that you'd for sure see in this world. Uh, So, of course, we have the Resistance costumes uh, that are rugged, military-inspired uniforms with soft well-used feel. So they have vests and jackets that feature patch details inspired by communicators worn in the films, and there is an optional hat to protect from the elements. Yes. That's nice. It is very nice. <laughs> yeah, like, you can really uh, whatever... Meteor shower. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got it. Caps on. Uh, of course, the First Order. Uh, this costume is a powerful charcoal gray military-style uniform. Uh, with structured uh, shoulders taken directly from the looks we've seen on screen. In stark contrast to the other costumes seen on the planet of Batu, First Order costumes are pristine, polished, and orderly. General Hux would have it no other way. Yes. He's he's a spooky one. Um, And then, of course, another cool thing. So not only are you going to have... Because Batu is an actual living, breathing place that they have created. So, as we've said before... The Resistance and the First Order both use this outpost, which, you know, I'm sure will run into some hijinks and things like that. Um, But of course, there's also people that live here. So villagers. They also have all the cast members there are villagers at the Black Spire outpost. So the village costume collection is comprised of multiple shirts, bottoms, and vests for tons of mix and match options to suit preferences and personality. There's also a suite of accessories, including scarves, necklaces, hats, versatile pouch to further customize their look. So things we've already talked about, but yeah, they look really cool. Um, very unique. Nothing I've ever seen before, especially at a, at Disneyland. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the new gossip <laughs> about gossip. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We just wanted to share that with you with a bonus episode. Um, and of course, as soon as more information is revealed or anything is announced, we will hop on here as soon as we possibly can to give you the latest and greatest of the galaxy oh. news. Oh, wow. What a wrap up. Yes. I love it. Thank you all so much for listening again. Hope you're excited about Star Wars as we are. Um, and if you want to uh, more content like this, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe if you can. We'd appreciate it. And if you guys have any questions or want us to talk about anything or have heard anything yourself, uh, just write into Packed with Fun at getawaytoday.com. We would love to hear from you. We'll absolutely be reading those on our upcoming episodes. So just keep them coming. We love to hear from you guys. And I think that wraps it up. Yes. Don't go far or else you'll be in Alderaan place. <laughs> yeah. 